welcome to another edition of the No Job Podcast. I'm your host, Najee Simmons. Here on this show, we believe that everybody has to earn a living, but nobody has to have a job. A job is simply where you go to trade your time for your money. It's meaningless. It helps you survive, but does nothing to help you thrive. We look for work. Work is using your time and your energy in alignment with your passion to build or contribute to something that is meaningful to you, something that you define as important. And here on the No Job Podcast, our goal is to develop the mindset, to, to develop the grit, to develop the thinking patterns and the methods that people have successfully used to earn a living doing things that they love. And on today's episode of the podcast, we're going to talk about something that's kind of taboo in our culture. We're going to talk about failure. I think failure gets a bad rap because people only talk about failure or only think about it in terms of what they might lose, in terms of money, in terms of their reputation, in terms of time invested. But nobody takes the time to think about what we gain from failure, what we get from it. And that's what this episode is going to be all about. We're going to talk about some general concept that I've picked up over the years, and we're also going to talk about my story and what I've learned through failing personally. Get ready. You're in for a treat. This is the No Job Podcast. Okay, guys, so last season, I don't remember the episode name. I think it was episode four. It was called I Lost $50,000. I talked about the time that I quit my great paying job. The pay was well above the national average, right? So I wasn't making a million dollars, but it was, I was getting paid well. Let's just put it that way. I didn't appreciate it. And I just decided to throw that out the window to try selling life insurance because I wanted to be my own boss. I didn't like answering to somebody. I didn't like the, the way I had to work and the conditions that the job required me to endure. And people told me I was going to be successful. And I felt like I was going to be successful because I'm supposed to be a successful person. Well, in that year, I made $50,000 less than I did the previous year just working for somebody. And honestly, on its face, that whole adventure, that whole failure, it wasn't worth it. On its faith, on its face, it was not worth it. it. It seemed like on paper, I lost so much more than I gained. It didn't seem like I gained anything. But that's because everything you gain in life can't be measured on paper. That kind of broke mindset will keep you at your dumb job forever, thinking that way. And I just want to talk about some of the things I learned through failing. And some of the things I think if you look back on your life and and look back on the things you've tried and maybe failed at or took losses in, you'll see that you gained some of these things too. And these failures don't disqualify you from fulfilling your purpose. They don't disqualify you from making a living doing something that you love. They, In fact, they equip you to do it. They equip you to give yourself a better shot in the future. And the first thing I gained from my failure was learning what doesn't work. I learned what doesn't work by trying and failing. People can tell you all day, they can tell you till you're blue in the face what a good idea is and what a bad idea is. But there's a few things about that. One, a good and bad idea might be different things for different people. Something might work for you and not work for me and vice versa. You've got to learn yourself. And to some extent, the only way you can do that is by trying 
and, and seeing what works and seeing what doesn't. I learned what didn't didn't work. I learned I learned, for example, in that sales position I told you about being my own boss. Right. I learned that in order for me to sell something, I have to love that thing. I have to really care about thing. I have to care about that thing and I have to want that thing to be a part of the person I'm selling to's life genuinely. And I have to believe that it's going to benefit them or else I cannot get myself. I, you see this energy I have right now? You hear this energy I have right now if you're listening? This does not manifest unless I believe what I'm saying, unless I, I think I'm operating in the benefit of the person who's listening to me, watching to me, the person I'm trying to sell my product idea or service to. I thought I could sell things I, I just felt okay about. And that's not the case. This guy has to be enthusiastic about something genuinely in his heart to make a real effort at selling it to someone else. My conscience just won't allow me to do it otherwise. I learned that in the midst of this failure. I learned that losing $50,000. What's more valuable, $50,000 or that insight? So some of you, some of you think the $50,000 is worth more. And that's why you're going to be stuck. Point number two, I learned that I could live through failure. So since I was a kid, I've always, always, and this is just me being transparent. I've always cared entirely too much about what other people felt and thought about me. It's just always been a part of me. You want me to get dumb transparent? I'll get dumb transparent. I'll tell you an embarrassing story from high school. And it's real embarrassing because I know some friends from high school are supporters of the show and are going to hear this and they don't even know this story. But it is what it is. On the first day of high school, and this is just to tell you how much I cared about what other people thought. I was in a new school. It wasn't in the area I had been to school in before. Um, There were a few guys, not very many at all, that went to this high school with me. But on the first day at lunch, guess what? I didn't have lunch with a single person that I knew, right? Everybody knew each other. Everybody was sitting together and crazy but me. I'm like, I can't let anybody see me sit alone. That's, you know, that's how, yes, that's how deep in the sunken place I was caring what other people thought. I thought nobody can see me sitting alone. They, what, what do they think about me? So do you know what I did? I've told this story a few times. I went to the bathroom and ate my lunch there in a stall. I ate my sandwich in a stall. So instead of being seen by somebody at a lunch table, I'd rather hide and risk being seen in a stall. That's how much I'm capable of caring about what people think about me. That's a weakness, not a strength. So I say all that to say, I thought I could not live through failure because if the people around me in my community saw me as someone who failed. I just didn't think I could bear it. And the fact of the matter is, guys, people have so much going on in their lives. The amount of time they devote to thinking about you is minimal. I promise. And if somebody does spend their time and energy thinking about how you failed to do something, they're a loser. And I don't use that term loosely. I learned that I can live through failure. And guess what? There was nobody in my life who excommunicated me. Nobody sent me a text like, yo, you suck. You failed. None of the things that you imagine will happen. If you keep it moving, you'll be good. You will be good. You can live through failure. And that insight, understanding that you can live through failure, took me to the final point. 
the last thing that I learned through failure, I learned that I needed to be careful, but that I could do so without being fearful. And listen to me, the power to be careful without being fearful, it's like the marriage between wisdom and courage. Because you've you've put some skin in the game, right? Because you've made some risks in your life and because you've taken some losses, you understand that you can't just throw out your money willy-nilly, right? You can't be silly. You can't be foolish. You learn that the hard way. I learned that the hard way. At the same time, knowing that I can be careful or I need to be careful is combined in my mind and in my heart with understanding that I don't have to be afraid because failure isn't going to do anything to me. Failure isn't going to do anything to me that not trying couldn't do. I'm better off having tried than not. You can learn to be careful moving forward without being fearful. And I think that one is probably my biggest takeaway from the whole deal. So I don't live my life as if that stuff never happened. I don't try to forget my mistakes. I love to remember my mistakes. I've learned so much from my mistakes. I'm stronger because of my mistakes. I'm wiser because of my mistakes. And I'm not afraid to fail because I failed before. And I can do it again. And I'll know I'll be good. And you will too. This is the No Job Podcast. Is it ever okay to quit? Is it ever okay to give up on something you've dreamed about and, and hoped about and invested a lot of time, money, and energy in? Absolutely. There's a time when you can quit for most things. But how do you know? How do you know when it's time to hang it up? How, how can you know for sure? Right? Well, let me first tell you, in this life, there are very few things you can know for sure. But here's what I would use based on my experience as a reasonable Barometer, some some reasonable standards to consider when you're deciding whether it's time to give up on something that you really wanted. And the first one is simple. It's it's fairly obvious, but think about it. When you've spent everything that you are willing to spend or that you can afford to spend in your attempt. When I was trying to do my thing in life insurance, failing miserably. I was I, I knew that at first, right, that, that the money wouldn't come come rolling in uh, too consistently. And actually, I was presently surprised at the beginning. I was doing a little bit better than I expected. But towards the end of that year, man, I was hurting so bad and not making money. And I just had to ask myself, are you willing to not make money one more day for this? Because if you're not, maybe you don't want it that bad. Sometimes it takes being in it to learn whether you want it or not, when it's starting to take from you, when it's starting to cost, right? And how much can you afford to spend? Have you spent everything you can afford to spend? And I'm not just talking about money here, guys. Because if you're like me, if you're married, or if you have children and responsibilities, you best believe if you're going to be an entrepreneur uh, in some way, shape, or form, it is costing some of the relational equity you have with the people around you, with your family and with your community. To some extent, especially in the beginning, you're going to be asking them to wait a lot unless you're very careful and very smart. And if you're doing this in a fashion that is costing them, 
you have to decide how much can I afford to ask them to wait? How much can I afford to withhold from them while I'm, I'm spending it on the business, whether it's money, time, or energy? A- am I straining this, these relationships so much that they're in danger of being lost? If you get to that point, you have to decide. It's okay to have a relationship with somebody that's worth more than a dream to you. That's fine. But you have to make that decision. You have to know if you have spent everything you're willing to spend or that you can afford to spend. If you've reached that point and you know it in your heart, it may be time to hang it up. Second, when you don't want it anymore. Have you gotten to a point where you think about that thing that you used to once dream about and and now that a few months have gone by, a few years have gone by maybe, a few thousand dollars have gone by, you realize that this thing isn't quite what you thought it was. Maybe you didn't research enough. That was my thing. I didn't research enough. Maybe you didn't do enough uh, reading and planning. And you realize that the thing you thought you wanted once you stepped into it, in fact, was not actually what you really wanted. It's a different thing altogether. You didn't understand it. You were dreaming about it apart from knowledge. Now that the knowledge comes in and you can see the whole picture, you think, okay, with all this information in view, I don't think this is something I want. When you don't want it anymore, hang it up. When in your heart you know it it doesn't excite you, when you look at the real picture of what this thing is and there's nothing in you driving you to continue, you need to stop. And the the last point I'll pose it in the form of a question or, or in form of an exercise. If you're on that, that, that precipice right now, trying to decide whether you need to continue going with this or whether you need to hang it up, come with me on this journey. I want you to imagine yourself 10 years from now, right? Imagine that you've quit. Imagine that you stopped trying this thing, okay? And then think back to yourself today. What do you feel? Do you feel relief that you escaped? Or do you feel regret that you left too early? If you can, if you can project yourself into the future and imagine yourself thinking about this time in your life and you don't feel regret for giving up because you are confident that you tried your best and you spent everything that you could afford to spend, And you gave up everything that you were willing to give up in pursuit of this. And you realize and you truly think, yep, I was at the point where I just didn't want it anymore. I think that's that's a reasonable time. I think you're being a reasonable human being by giving it up. But what are you giving it up for? Not to quit at life. You didn't think I was going to give you permission to go get another dumb job, did you? Now, you you might have to do it to to hold it down for a minute, and that's fine. That's what I'm doing at this moment during the day. But I'm sure I'm not giving up. See, I didn't take that failure. I didn't take the fact that I spent everything I could and that I tried as much as I could and that I didn't want it anymore and that I acknowledged defeat. I I didn't take that to mean now you have to go to the salt mines and work a dumb job forever. And that's never what I would tell you. You don't give up what's not working so you can quit on life. You give up what's not working so you can regroup and plan and think about what will work and take that up and get after that. You don't want to be wasting time 
on something that's doing nothing for you or anybody else. Take the lessons you've learned, apply that knowledge to your next plan, and get to work. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the No Job Podcast. Your support is so appreciated. It means a lot to me. If this podcast does anything for you, if it motivates you or inspires you on your journey to no job, do us a favor on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen. Give us a five-star rating and a review. It helps spread the message. Let's make this thing great. (laughs) 